what does a snake in the grass have to do with you? Well, surprisingly, quite a bit. Stay tuned. I'll tell you all about it. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. And in this episode, (laughs) I don't like snakes. No, I don't. In fact, just to give you a little context, a few years ago, you know, I was married to Miles for 10 years and we were looking at getting a winter place down in Scottsdale, Arizona. So we went to Scottsdale for a month or so and we rented an Airbnb, just tried it out down there to see if we liked it, to see if it was a place that we would want to take Annabelle and just to see if it was going to be a good fit for us. Cause miles was getting, you know, he was getting really anxious and, and he was having some seasonal depression. So we were trying to find a way to combat that by getting out of the cold and, uh, going into the warmth during the winter time. We later instead just bought a house at Tamarack and we, we learned how to snowboard and, and things like that. So we ended up finding other ways to combat his seasonal depression. But during that month, that we stayed during that February that we were in Scottsdale. I guys, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, uh-uh. I can't do the snakes guys. <laughs> no. uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's a hard. No, I couldn't do the rattlesnakes. And uh, unfortunately they are just, they are just incredibly prominent in that region. That's just what, that's just how it goes. That's where they live. And I don't fault these snakes. I'm not mad at snakes. I don't have a problem with snakes as far as they're extremely, extremely vital to our ecosystem. And they do a lot of great things, but I can't have them in my yard. I can't have them. I mean, they were everywhere. You guys, you know, they were stretching out along the running path to try to get warm and Uh, They were in the road and they were behind rocks and they were behind doors and they would come inside and it was just, it was, oh, uh -uh, uh -uh, no. And that's why Miles and I did not buy, that's the only reason why we did not buy a house in Scottsdale for the winter because we just, I couldn't do the snakes. I couldn't do the snakes. So that'll just give you some idea about how much I dislike snakes in general. And and these, these snakes down in Scottsdale, um, in that whole area, they're huge and they're deadly. And, um, there are, I've, I've heard, um, numerous stories of the locals, you know, the locals, it's funny. Cause I've spent a lot of time down in Tucson at the Canyon ranch and I've made, I don't know, 13 trips down there. And they do a great job at the Canyon ranch, keeping the snakes clear off the property. Uh, I mean, there's somebody, their, their full-time job is just handling snakes and getting them relocated off the property. So the guests like me don't have to deal with them. Even a couple of times I had snakes coiled up on the walking path at Canyon ranch, but the locals will tell you, Oh, ain't no big deal. Ain't no big deal. Ain't no big deal. Like they, they, they'll be like, I haven't, you know, and, and they're right. They're not lying. I mean, they're, 
you know, if you, they were like, I've, I've been 30 years in this area and I've never had a run in with a snake. They do a good job staying off the heavily, the heavily trafficked areas. Um, and, and I've done a lot of, of hiking in Arizona, um, uh, both, you know, the grand Canyon, and then I've hiked a lot in Tucson and this, you know, and then in Scottsdale and surprise Valley and in different places like that. So, and I haven't had a lot of run-ins with snakes, but couple of times I have, and I just, guys, I can't, I can't risk the fact that my dog could get bit by a snake or I could get bit or I could lose a foot. I don't know. I'm just not doing it. I'm going to stick with, you know, we have snakes in um, Idaho um, here in, you know, we live in the high desert. And if you get out to the real, real hot, dry areas that are less traveled, we do see them a lot more, but the snakes that we have on our trails out here, generally they're pretty harmless. We don't get a lot of rattlesnakes around here. And so we just don't have to deal with this problem too, too much here in Boise or up in my other place at Tamarack. But this, this story, which relates to you has to do with a snake. A snake wandered into my mom and Brian's backyard. They live in Nampa. It's about a 25 minute drive from downtown Boise. And I go out there all the time. I go out there every week. I stay the night. I have my own room. I have my own bathroom. I stay the night. And the reason I go out there is because it's really easy for me because downtown, I live at the top of a hotel and I have to travel down 14 floors in the elevator to get to the ground level, just to let Hazel out to go potty. And she's a little bit older now, so she doesn't have to go nearly as much. But it's nice at mom's house because it's one level with a doggy door. And my mom has a puppy only six months younger than Hazel. And they play, 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 play like crazy. They play like crazy. And they are the best of friends. And so it's nice for mom, for me to be able to come to mom's house and relax and have Hazel be able to use the doggy door, run around as she wants, poop in the grass. And she just is happy as a clam. And then I get to go walking with my mom and we'll go to breakfast and we'll do fun things like that. So it's a really fun way to break up the monotony um, and just for to spend time with her and, and um, to enjoy um, having a, a house with a yard. And it is a big yard. Now, mom and Brian's property backs up to a ravine um, in a big open field. There are ducks that land on the creek behind their house. There are critters that wander over. Um, they have a cat that's an indoor-outdoor cat, and, and the cat is a mouser, so the cat barely comes back to eat, always gets food from the mice. You know, so they have, they have a big open field behind them that has wildlife in it. And evidently it has snakes. I mean, I'm not surprised to see that, you know, but there is a snake that has come into mom's yard here recently. And the way that mom's yard is set up is it has this black rock around the outside of the yard up against the, the fence and the inside of the yard, it has grass. So the grass does not go all the way to the fence. It just is in the middle of the yard and then this uh, black rock is lining the outside up against the fence and it makes, you know, for easier landscaping and it, and it kind of just cuts out a pattern and it's just pretty and, and it and does a great job, except when the dogs get to running, sometimes they skid through the rocks and they scatter the rocks everywhere. And then of course, if the dogs poop on the rocks, we'll pick it up and stuff. So this snake has wandered into mom's 
yard now for I think three mornings in a row. And it has stretched out along the rock, along up against the fence. And it is sunning itself trying to warm up because the morning, it hasn't been that warm in Boise so far. I mean, right now it's end of June, 2023. And it's, it's not your typical warm summer that we've been getting. It's a lot cooler than and we've been getting a lot more rain than when, when we've usually gotten in the past. So the snake has been coming into the backyard and stretching out along the fence and warming up. And mom has seen this snake three times and has gotten a video of it once. And it's, it's pretty, I mean, I, I say pretty long. Let me give you some context. I would, I would estimate it's about two feet long and about, I don't know, I'm holding up my fingers, not quite the size of a garden hose, but not small. It's not a small snake. And I don't know snakes enough to know um, if it is poisonous or not. I can't tell the shape of its head. Mom, you know, didn't get super close in the video and she kind of just panned over its body quickly. Also, it, it has some injury to its tail and it looks like uh, that the end of the snake has been chopped off. And so if it had rattlers, I think maybe they were chopped off or somehow maybe the snake got caught in something and the end of his tail was kind of ripped off. I don't know. So we can't tell at that end if it has rattles on the end. <laughs> and we I can't tell by the look of its head. I think if I had a really clear picture of, of its head, then we could probably try to look on the Internet and find out if it's poisonous. But the snake just harmlessly comes into the backyard, stretches out along the black rock and suns itself in the morning. It is a it is not coming after us. It is not aggressively coming after the little dogs. I mean, I lived in Mississippi. I lived in Memphis, uh, which is right on the border of Mississippi. And so I lived in Mississippi and Memphis and for five years. And when I was married to Jason Nickel, we would we would go down to um, southern Mississippi and we would uh, to a place called Blue Lake. And uh, Jason's family had a hunting cabin there and they had water moccasins in that area. And the water moccasins were black and they were so aggressive, you guys, that if you were in a boat fishing, they would climb in your boat to attack you. I kid you not. They were incredibly aggressive. So that's not what this snake is. This snake is not aggressive. It doesn't want to hurt us. It doesn't want to have anything to do with it. But we were trying to figure out what this snake is and if it's poisonous and should we be concerned and what's going on. So mom took her video and she posted it to the internet. And she asked the internet, what is does anybody know what the snake is? And does anybody know if I should be concerned or if I should, if, it, if it's poisonous or, you know, I think she just said, does anybody know what the snake is? Is it poisonous? I think that's all she asked. She didn't even ask what I should do or anything, you know, and let me tell you, the internet blew up over this video with loads of opinions, different opinions about this snake. Everything from ew to kill it, kill it, kill it to uh, different different ideas of what it could be and and what to do and how to relocate it and who to call. And I mean, it was it was beyond what mom asked for as far as opinions. All she said was, do you know what the snake is? Is it poisonous? I mean, she just she just I mean, people could not answer that. 
not everybody could answer it. They could give us their opinion of what we should do about it, but they couldn't really answer the actual question that mom was answering, that asking. And so it was so interesting to me that made me think about the snake and Code Red and you. The snake was so sneaky. You know, it, it, it came into the yard. It was harmlessly, not hurting anybody, just harmlessly laying against the rock, trying to warm itself up, being a cold-blooded creature, trying to warm, up, warm itself up. But we didn't know what it was. It was definitely an unknown. So we decided to leave it alone because we didn't know. Just leave it alone. We're not going to kill it. We're not going to touch it. We're not going to re relocate it at this time. It's not hurting anybody. As soon as we walk up to it, it just slithers off. It slithers out of the yard and, and goes back into that field behind mom's house. It's not hurting anybody. It's not hurting us. It, it's what we don't know. We don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. And like I mentioned, snakes are incredibly important to the ecosystem. So we don't want to kill it because it's not being aggressive towards us. It's not hurting us. But we don't know what it is. So we just left it alone. Let me give you an example of a snake in your life, a snake in the grass that you just need to leave alone because you don't know what it is. How about church potluck? And somebody brings a keto casserole. Maybe the top is covered with pork rinds, so you really can't see inside of what it is. Someone says, oh, it's it's covered with pork rinds. It's a, it's a green bean keto casserole made with homemade mushroom soup. Don't worry. I use all keto ingredients or don't worry. I use all code red ingredients. Don't worry. But you truly don't know what it is. That's a snake in the grass, but you have no idea. That's a sneaky snake, but you have no idea what it is. You don't know if it's poisonous. All you see is a long two foot long snake that has some markings that look similar to a rattlesnake. You don't truly know what's in it. You look at that green bean casserole. It looks like it could be full of, I mean, if it's cream of mushroom soup, that's from Campbell's, you're not, you're not going to want to touch that. You're going to want to stay away from that, but it could be homemade soup filling. It could be maybe, maybe, but we just don't know. It looks harmless or it looks harmful. We don't know. It's just best to leave it alone because that is a huge unknown. You go to, you know, you could, you could insert any kind of food dish here. You could insert any kind of situation. If you don't go to church, you don't know what a church potluck is. You could uh, insert uh, your son's soccer game, end of season potluck. You could insert all kinds of gatherings. You guys have been through a ton of gatherings. I mean, at the time that this is coming out, it's going to come out right around 4th of July. Talk about the ultimate gathering season, the ultimate gathering holiday you are going to come across a lot of snakes this summer, especially around 4th of July, when you are going to be going to barbecues, gatherings, family reunions, potlucks, uh, just different kind of occasions where you're going to have a lot of unknown dishes in front of you and a lot of well-meaning people. That snake did not mean us any harm. 
But if we get close enough to it and we try to threaten it, I bet you it's going to defend itself. So if you've got Aunt Sally who knows you're on code red and you and she walks up and says, listen, I made this code red dish and she and I, do, I don't know. Do we really know that it's code red? Because she's well-meaning and she loves you. And believe me, she probably really, really tried. And she probably didn't think there was anything wrong with Campbell's cream of mushroom soup. Oh, well, there's no carbs in it. Well, Aunt Sally, <laughs> actually, Aunt Sally, it is. <laughs> but you're not going to tell her that, you know, <laughs> you're not going to destroy her for trying so hard to make some sort of dish that was that was legal for you to eat. All right. We're not going to do that to that snake. All right, we're not going to go and destroy that poor snake is not doing it doesn't know that it's in someone's yard. It doesn't know that it scares the living crap out of people. It doesn't know. It's a well-meaning snake. We don't know. We're just going to leave it alone though. We're going to leave it alone just like Aunt Sally's green bean casserole. We don't know what it's truly made with. We don't know. And, and she could have she could try she maybe she tried really hard. Maybe she tried her best. And Maybe she thought she was ha was baking some was was making something baking something that was um, code red, you know. People in the code red cookbook, you know, my two two and a half pound code red cookbook, the fourth edition. Uh, you can pick that up off of my website shop.coderedlifestyle.com. I sell all kinds of products, everything from supplements to swag to cookbooks to cups to clothing, all kinds of stuff on my to emotional eating courses, all kinds of stuff you can pick up on my website. So check all those out. We have um, we ship quickly too. By the way, you don't have to do this whole. I don't understand these websites. I know I'm sidebarring here for a second, but I don't understand these websites that are like seven to seven to 10 business days to fulfill the order. They're not even going to ship it out from for seven to 10 business days. Our society, we just don't tolerate that a whole lot anymore. Do we, I don't do business with companies that take a long time to ship stuff, but how about when they don't even tell you it takes that long? I just ordered a shirt here the other day and it had been 10 days since, and I hadn't gotten a shipping notica notification. So I sent an email to the customer service department with my shipping, my confirmation number and said, guys, what's the deal on this? What, where, what's the status on this? And they said, oh, you, that was a pre-order. Believe you me, I never would have ordered a pre-order. If they would have said that, they don't even bother to tell us that it's a pre-order. So, oh, it'll ship out and, and you know, take another week for us to fulfill this order. So it's going to be 17 days to fulfill the order. That's not code red. We fulfill orders quickly. So check out our shop page if you want to pick something up. But oh, what was I saying about, oh, my cookbook. In my code red cookbook, we have a dessert section and it has a code red cheesecake and it's completely 100% legal. But do you really know that it's code red cheesecake when someone else makes it? Unless it's someone else on code red, <laughs> if someone else is doing the 10 pound takedown, 
And they are, you know, they got the cookbook and they're like, hey, there's a a buddy of yours. They have the food list. They have the rules list. They know the rules. They know what's expected. They know how to track their water, their weight, their sleep. They're totally in tune with the challenge and they, they know what's happening. By the way, our next challenge starts July 10th, 2023 on Facebook. So you're going to want to get on that 10poundtakedown.com. Unless it's somebody that you know is on the challenge, you know has the Code Red cookbook, you know took the Code Red cheesecake out of the Code Red cookbook, and you're not on a home study program, because those of you on a home study program, you know no recipes on home study program, then any other situation other than the one I just listed, I would stay away from that snake in the grass. I really would, unless you can 100% verify that it's 100% Code Red and nobody cut any corners because a lot of people cut corners and they don't think it matters. But when you are trying to lose weight and you are trying to change your life and you are trying to reset everything, you cannot cut corners. You've got to make sure you are off of sugar because it takes, it takes four to seven days to detox. On the eighth day, generally, you wake up feeling like a million bucks. I mean, just like, oh, like you just wake up like, oh, just feeling so, so good. Ain't nobody want to have sugar after that. You don't want to go back through the detox process. I don't know about you, but I don't. I don't want to go back through the detox process. After that, four to seven days of complete and total hell, basically, that's what it is. Um, It's complete and total hell. I don't want to go through that again. So... To have someone sneak some sugar into something and I didn't know, that's a snake in the grass. Ah, uh, that that was hidden. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's a definitely an unknown. We want to leave that snake alone. Let's not even go there. Thank you. And there are things that I've gone through this in the how to stay on track in social situations workshop that I taught here recently. I've, I gave you a ton of options of what to say to people when you don't want to eat their food or you, you're not going to eat or whatever. Like, you don't have to be rude about it. You just be like, oh, you know, thank you anyway. There's a million things you could say that are very kind and, and not going to start a fight or an argument or not going to embarrass that person. Just what, whatever you want to say to turn that down, I would turn that down because you are on a roll with momentum. You do not want to go down that path again. Like, let's keep this party going. You've been through the first seven days of detox. You're detoxed. You're, you're losing a lot of weight. You're dropping weight. You're adhering to the rules list. You're adhering to the tracking list. You're tracking your water, your weight, and your sleep each day. Like you are really on a roll and you're feeling better every day. Don't mess with something unless you can verify a hundred percent that it's code red, that it fits the criteria that you are following to take your life back. I wouldn't even take that chance. I would leave that snake alone. We don't know. Let's not touch it. Another thing I want to bring up, let me take a drink of coffee because I'm recording this in the morning. I'm really just sticking to two cups a day, by the way, guys. And I'm trying to cherish my coffee, but I'm notorious for leaving half cups of coffee around the house. I just don't finish them a lot of times. Uh, and I can tell, I can, I can tell by that last sip that I'm going to need to warm that up when I get done recording here. Another thing is if we hadn't known that snake was there, then we wouldn't have been scared. We did, we, we did not know that the, the, that we did not know that snake was there. The snake we, we don't care. We, 
Mom wouldn't have even cared. The snake was not bothering anybody. We wouldn't have been scared. We wouldn't have even brought it up. We wouldn't have now contacted the internet for some advice. We had not, we would not, we wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be on our mind if we didn't know. If that snake would have just continued to blend in and who knows how long it has been coming to sun itself in that very safe part. You know, the snake clearly did not sense danger. So it came into her yard to sun itself in the same location every time. It comes in through a hole in the fence. And we didn't, it might have been coming there for a long time. We never even knew about it. And had we not known, we wouldn't have known it wouldn't have been an issue. And now all of a sudden, Katie bar the door. We got to find out about the snake. What's going on? Oh my gosh. It's not coming in the house. It's not bothering us. So if we hadn't known about it, it wouldn't have been an issue. Same thing with food, with you guys and me. If you didn't know that there was some peanut M&Ms in the top of your cupboard, then you would never even have tried to eat them. But all of a sudden you, you were scrounging around and you were looking for a Tupperware lid and you came across something you hid a couple of months ago and now you got to eat it. You didn't even know it was there. It wasn't an issue until now. It's not an issue at the Mexican restaurant if they don't bring the chips and salsa. If they don't bring it, it's not a big deal. If they don't bring the chips and salsa, then you're not tempted to eat it. If it's not near you or in front of you or in your sight, you don't think about it. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm not wrong. You know what I'm saying? If we don't even know it's there, we don't crave it. We don't usually sit around, especially when we when we're we're chucking through the code red lifestyle. No big deal. Like we're doing great. We're doing great. We're losing our weight. We're just we're detoxed. We're we've got our our meals down. We're not eating late. Like we're we're doing it right. And if we don't if we don't know something is there, then we're not craving things. We don't just stop and crave something. Cravings don't usually happen on code red when you're eating a high fat diet. They happen if you're tired, your body will start craving sugar. We talk about this on the 10 pound takedown, why that happens. Because your body, when you're, when you're very tired, your body's going to crave the quickest form of energy, which is going to be sugar. That way you don't cross over the yellow line and hit the oncoming guy in traffic. All right, your body's going to send signals that it's craving sugar because it needs an instant boost of energy. Yes, okay. And we crave sugar when we're low in sodium. That's why we push hard at Code Red for you to replenish electrolytes. Because on Code Red, we're drinking at least a gallon of water a day and we're not eating foods that hang on to water. So we're flushing a lot of electrolytes because we're flushing a lot of water. You got to replenish that sodium, potassium, magnesium, et cetera. So we want you to have a good high quality, high quality sodium like Redmond Real Salt. We have been partners with Redmond Real Salt for years and you can get a discount on their products with the code code red 15. So that's a high quality salt, by the way, not like the overprocessed, bleached crap Morton's table salt with that blue container with the lady with the umbrella on it. That's those are crap products that our, our body can't um, metabolize as well as Redmond Real Salt. Redmond Real Salt comes right out of the salt mine. I actually went and toured a salt mine myself. 
So those are the two big cases that you're going to find that you're craving sugar, craving sugar is when you're sleep deprived or you're low in sodium. Other than that, when you're cruising through code red and you're, you're going strong and you're doing what you should be doing and you're just doing, you're not going to crave. You're not going to have cravings. You're not going to be like, oh, I wish I had a bag of M&Ms. You're just not going to think about it. You don't think about it. And then all of a sudden, it appears on your kitchen counter, that cupcake left over from your, your five-year-old granddaughter's birthday party. And you're going to walk over because it's right there. And now you're going to be curious. And now you're going to eat it. Now you're going to mess with that snake. And had you not even known that was there, or had it not even been there, you wouldn't even, you never would have thought about a cupcake. A cupcake? I tell you, I was so sugared. I was so sugar addicted that in, in my past that I kicked a dried Mike and Ike hard candy off the garage floor with my foot. It would have been there for God knows how long, long enough for it to get dried to the floor. And I kicked it off with my, with my shoe and I ate it off the garage floor. That's how sugar addicted I was. But I wouldn't have, I mean, I, I didn't go buy the Mike and Ikes, but when it was right there in front of me, I kicked it off the floor and I ate it. So I know how, I know eating macaroni off your kid's art project. I know what that's like. When it's in proximity to you, that's when the snake becomes dangerous. When it's right there and now you know it's there, within, within striking distance, you need, to, you need to get that snake out of there. Well, Christy, you just said that the snake was harmless. Ah, uh, <laughs> like at this point, the snake, we're talking about a different snake now. <laughs> yeah. But if you didn't know the snake was in your yard, you wouldn't have even thought about it. Same thing with junk food. If you didn't know the junk food was in your house, then you didn't, you wouldn't have tried to get it. You wouldn't have tried to eat it. You wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been a big deal to you. You wouldn't have thought about it. You would have thought about the million other things you've got going on in your life. You would have focused on the other things, your kids, your job, your spouse. You would have thought about maybe going for a walk. Maybe you would have thought about um, doing some um, a, a self-care day, maybe going to get a massage. You would have thought about going back to gardening because you feel so good because your hands and your knees don't hurt. You thought about starting up that herb garden again. You might have even gotten out the rollerblades and taken your kids on the green belt, did a little rollerblading because you feel so good. Maybe you would have thought about booking a photo session for your family photos that you haven't taken in three years because you're too embarrassed to take family photos. You might have thought about going and attending your child's soccer game because you keep dropping your child off and driving away because you don't want to be seen in front of the other parents. These are the million other things that are on your mind when you take your life back. You wouldn't have thought about that snake had you not known that it was there. And when there's no junk food in your house, which is a huge part of Code Red, you've got to clean out those cupboards, then you don't think about it. When it's not there, you don't think about it. When it's not within reach, you don't think about it. You don't, you don't crave it. You just don't crave it. True cravings are rare on Code Red. Very, very rare. Like I said, if you're sleep deprived or if you're low on sodium, you're going to get the cravings. You could get the cravings or even dehydrated. I would put dehydrated in that uh, category as well. You're, you might get the cravings, but the first two are the big ones. You just don't think about food when you're eating a high fat diet, when you're satiated, 
when you are, when you're, when you're, when you're eating plenty of fat, you are full. That's what satiated means full. And you're not starving in between meals and you don't, you don't feel like you could eat your hand. You know, you don't, you're not, you're not sweating above your lip. You're not shaking because your blood sugars are unstable. You've got stable blood sugars throughout the day. You've got stable energy. You've taught your body into how to, to tap into stored fat as fuel instead of just waiting for that next hit like a heroin addict. You just feel so good on code red. We don't have cravings on code red. We just don't. But point out that there's a snake living in my grass. Yeah, I'm going to start obsessing over that snake. I really am. I'm going to go over. I'm gonna probably going to poke it with a stick. I'm probably going to take pictures of it, put it on, you know, send it to all my friends, send it to my family, put it on Snapchat, put it on Instagram, make a TikTok out of it. I'm going to be freaked out about this stupid snake. Had I just not known it could have lived in peace, it could have sunned itself and it could have gone on its way. But no, we found the package of Oreos deep in the freezer. No, somebody offered us a margarita at the pool party. Talk about a snake right there, ready to bite you. We were doing fine until that pool party. We were doing fine until we went to happy hour after work thinking we could handle it. We were doing fine and some, until somebody uh, invited us to Margarita Mondays after a stressful day of work. So we're already triggered and now it's evening time. None of us do well in the evening time. And now somebody is right there next to us reaching out with a margarita with salt on the rim. And then we take it and then we go ahead and go face down in some Mexican food. We were doing fine up until that point. We were doing fine until our son got a DUI. We were doing fine until we found out our husband was cheating on us, cheating on us with the secretary. We were doing fine until our dad went in the hospital. <sighs> These things come up and then we obsess over them. Now, there's a difference between emergencies and having something in your cupboard. You know, there's an emergency. You can still do it, though. You can still stay on track. But I definitely wouldn't go mess with that snake. I wouldn't go asking for trouble. If I were you, I would not go thinking you're all that. You could go stay, stay true to the program at Margarita Monday. So I'll just sit and drink water. It's a tall order. I don't know. After a full day of stressful work where you lost a court case because you're a lawyer and you lost a court case or your boss yelled at you or the doctor, you're a nurse and the doctor got on your case in front of everybody. Now you're triggered. Now you're stressed. You're on code red and you're just going to go out and just blow off some steam with your coworkers. I'll just drink water. Mm, I wouldn't go poke that snake. If I were you, I wouldn't go poke that snake. Sometimes you got to say no to some things. Well, I, I think you got my point about the snake in the grass. And I think a lot of us, uh, pretty much everybody listening can relate to this snake in the grass analogy that really happened that holds true in our everyday life and our everyday walk with code red and trying to stay on the program and trying to change our life and taking our life back. Every single one of us, no matter what program you are on or have done in the past, we can all relate to this. Be careful 
All right. If you don't know what snake it is, it's just best to leave it alone. Number one. Number two, if you didn't even know it was there, you wouldn't even want it. But now that you know it's there, you're obsessing over that snake, aren't you? Guys, I hope this helps you. And I hope you enjoyed this, this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. And I'll talk to you next week on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you are looking for some hardcore accountability to get and keep this weight off, look no further because I've got VIP Connection. This is the ultimate connection to me just short of me sleeping on your couch. You're going to get three daily messages from me in real time directly to you. You're going to submit your weight every Friday. We're going to go over it in a weekly meeting on Sunday nights, and I'm going to give you feedback. You'll have access to a monthly VIP breakfast with me and Boise, a monthly VIP supplement box, access to any workshop, any PDF promo that I hold for that month. You'll have access to the ringside membership. And best of all, you'll have a fully customized nutrition program written just for you. We're talking about over $3,000 total value for $3.97 a month. And you can cancel anytime. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash VIP to check that out.